Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben Jarofsky writes on government and politics. For the Chicago Reader, he's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Senator. Today it's time for Ask Mr. Tiff. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's right. Ask Mr. Tiff. <laughs> Nobody told me about this. It's a Tiff twofer, Ben. Oh, my God. You've written two articles since our last interview, both of which involve tax increment financing. And the one that coming down the road will involve it as well. We'll be back to Ask Mr. Tiff. Ask Mr. Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll quickly identify those two articles. The first one appeared in the Chicago Reader on July 18th, 2013 titled Chicago's TIF Program, The Gift That Keeps on Taking. Great headline. In that article, you describe how on Cook County Clerk David Orr's website appears his report on TIF statistics for 2012. Mm-hmm. And you skewer the Tribune's editorial about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Tribune. I forgot about that, yes. Sorry, guys. He's not sorry. <laughs> and you highlight some of the bigger winners in terms of TIF district yes. income. The second article appeared on July 25th, 2013, titled Why Your Tax Money Keeps Going Down the TIF Portal Hole. Okay. And that's not redundant, Portal Hole. Portal, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You report on the city website's new TIF portal. Yes. And you describe the difficulty in figuring how much TIF district revenue is laying around unused. My first question has to do with Chicago Public Schools. The CPS system will have to make, according to them, a $400 million contribution to the teacher's pension fund in the coming year. That contrasts to the roughly $250 million that TIF districts took from Chicago Public Schools in 2012. Mayor Emanuel spoke to this, sort of, Oh my God. on July 24th, as quoted in the Sun-Times. He said, quote, in 2010, there was a pension holiday. In 2011, there was a sweep of the TIFs. I believe he's talking about the city's announcement in 2011 that it would return $60 million in TIF surplus. Hardly a sweep, but whatever. <laughs> as Tavis Smalley would say, his words, not mine. Yes. And the mayor went on, all the while, costs for the pension rose. You cannot either, he would say, number one, tax. you cannot either tax your way or tiff your way out of this problem. It's a structural problem that needs to be addressed in a structural way, which is why we need pension reform. What's your reaction to that statement? Well, it's um, disingenuous uh, and misleading on so many levels. I don't know where to start. There's this sort of perpetual leadership or governance, I don't know what else to call it, where no matter what happens... The people running the show are sort of indemnified from any responsibility, and they certainly don't have to pay the price. And everybody else has to pay the price, even though most of the people paying the price had actually nothing to do with what went wrong in the first place. So in this particular case, Mayor Daley, with the consent of the General Assembly and the governor in 1995 when school reform was passed, got permission to spend property tax dollars that would otherwise go directly into the teacher's pension fund and use those instead for general school bills. And he used that to um, pay for several teacher contracts. He used that to help rebuild some of the old schools, build some new schools, and balance budgets, put that in quotes. And he was hailed as a visionary, as a fiduciary wizard, as a man who could do what no other mayor could do before him. Never mind that it was all freaking scam and a sham. So now here we are, what is it, 18 years later? And uh, we're facing this pension crisis, which of course is a result of not paying the money into 
the pension funds as we were obligated to. And so the mayor, this current mayor, who went along with the previous mayor, is using that as an excuse to force teachers to take a cut in their uh, pensions, even though the teachers, of course, did nothing wrong. As opposed to providing the historical perspective that you just gave and saying, you know, we caused this in part by taking away the direct deposit, if you will, of property taxes into the teachers' pension fund. So if Mayor Rahm wanted to seriously reach a compromise that would end this problem, he would first of all agree to bring back the automatic deduction so that the money would automatically go into the pensions, which is the least of what he could do. And secondly, he would meet with Karen Lewis, who's the head of the Chicago Teachers Union, try to reach some kind of accord. But of course, it's not met with Karen Lewis in uh, over two years. He treats her like she's an enemy. I believe that he's using this for a different agenda and that is to fire teachers and continue his policy of taking money that would otherwise go to public schools and turning them over to private schools. So the privatization of public education vis-a-vis the charter system. So I think that's what's going on. And so for him to take that and dress it up as though he is Mr. Reformer, interested in only in the larger good, as though politics plays absolutely nothing in this, of course, is an insult to the intelligence of the Chicago people. That's all we've got time for. Ben, thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. Listeners, we welcome your suggestions for future interviews. Search for Inside Chicago Government on Facebook and Twitter or email us via contact at shygov.com. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.